everyone, and welcome back to Book Events, the Wrestling Dream Match Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the Maple Leaf Muscle, Anthony Hall. God damn it. Okay. Certainly, this person has to be Canadian, yes? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty clear. It's Bret Hart. I don't know. Was no. it Bret Hart? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I almost accidentally called him his other nickname, which I probably would end up burst out laughing because it's just ridiculous. Uh, let's see. I'll just say uh, this man created the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, Petey Williams. It is Petey Williams. Yeah. Oh, yes. I also <laughs> like his other nicknames. Uh, obviously, the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, the definition of definition. Like you're like your ripped definition, like oh tone. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then the uh, definition and then his, of definition. And then his other one, little Petey Pump. <laughs> little Petey Pump. Little Petey Pump. Little Petey Pump. <laughs> Mini Maple <laughs> Mac Daddy. Little Petey Pump. There you go. There you go, P. Williams. If you're listening to this, that's your new nickname. Little what was it? What she said? Mini Mini Maple Mac Daddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. But Anthony, enough about <laughs> m- little maple Mac daddies. Uh, <laughs> we got a special guest for this episode returning for the second time. Please put it together for Mr. Small Package himself, the host of the Sonar Network's Spook Podcast. Wrestlehead and all around cool guy, Cody Crane. That's right. I am back. Where have I been all this time? Well, that's right. I've been bruising those ribs. I've been waiting in the weeds and I've been weakening those ribs. Body shot, body shot, body shot. Waiting for my moment, waiting for those ribs to be so sore that they can't kick out of the most deadly move in all of wrestling. The small package, because when Mr. Small Package gets you down with the roll up, you're not making it past three. Hell, you're not even kicking it out at seven. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Welcome back, Cody. Uh, I, I do have a quick question for you. How do you feel about the fact that Xavier Woods is named this the, the, the small package to, to the backwoods? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> oh, well, welcome back, Cody. Goodness. It was it's good to have you here. The last time that we had you on was forever ago. Mm-hmm. Whenever like God, uh, years ago now, which is weird to say. I think it, mm-hmm. I think it was exactly 27 years ago to the day. Jesus. <laughs> we were talking about the original WrestleMania about to debut. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that they got Mr. T. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I had all these predictions. Uh, none of them came true. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, we did that. Uh, we did that draft episode forever ago. I actually kind of want to go back and listen to it and see <laughs> how many people are where they actually are now and how many people are not even with the company anymore. <laughs> Imagine if we got it inaccurate then, but now it's exactly how we drafted them. 
That'd be with crazy. multiple oh. shakeups later. Well, I mean, I mean, we did do Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Uh, I'm pretty sure maybe the main roster has a better choice of being accurate than mine. The black and gold super indie is long dead now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure no one is on there anymore. Um, I think I know that I had Ron. I'm pretty sure I put Cody Rhodes on there. <laughs> the, maybe I, for a hot second. I went actually <laughs> no, no shot. No shot. Uh, but yes, we have Cody here and he's going to do uh, a dream. He's going to give us a dream match. We're going to book it today. If you're unaware of what we do here on this podcast every other week, we dream book wrestling matches, feuds that could happen from uh, people cross promotions or people from the past versus people of the future or now. And if you like what we do, then please check it out. The podcast on uh, on all the podcast platforms or come and watch it on YouTube. Uh also, as we like to do here from time to time, I want to give uh, shouts outs. Oh, yeah. Shouts, li- out. shouts outs to listeners. Um, and looking at the analytics for the podcast recently, didn't realize shouts outs to whoever is listening in North Bergen, New Jersey, because they're probably her most. It's like our most downloaded area of like of location of downloads so whoever's listening in new jersey thank you oh my goodness (laughs) i think that's bon jovi (laughs) bon jovi damn thanks bon jovi and thank you uh to the garden state for supporting book events (laughs) but cody we asked you to bring a uh a dream match what do you have for us today so I went with my dream match based off of who I wanted to go with here. And I want to see a lot of Gunther, right? No oh shit. <laughs> so uh, I've just I can... given Anthony. I've just given up at this point. He's Gunther. That's it. It's just, that's just, he, he won't go. He'll never go back. He'll never be Walter again. You it, just have hey, to accept it. Listen, if you're not calling him Gunther and his partner, Ludwig Kaiser, then you're a mark, baby, because you got to go with Cannon. <laughs> a mark, baby. You're a little oh. mark, baby. I just, everybody's actually, name is Gunther. <laughs> everybody's that. You know what? Everybody on SmackDown is asking, where's Butch? You know, because he disappears. He, he the former Pete Dunn keeps running away. I want to know where's Fabian? <laughs> Like legitimately, like where's Fabian? <laughs> where where did he go? He just disappeared. He's not even on NXT. I like if he was still on NXT, I'd be cool with it. I was confident that I was like, okay, so Fabian Eichner's taken away because he's Italian. They're gonna put him with Tony D'Angelo. Like mm. I, I I almost thought for sure, but now Tony D'Angelo has different people with him. Yeah. yeah. So, but now there, I think there's mass people that attacked Braun Breaker, if I'm not mistaken. I only read about this. Yeah. That yes, are with yeah. Joe Gacy now. Yeah. Cause they took so, away, cause Harlan's not there. Yeah. I, I mean, that's always fun. I like following storylines where just people disappear. <laughs> Legato, Legato del Fantasma just loves kidnapping people. That is just like a staple of the faction is that. 
they are a staple of the stable is that they just throw people in unmarked vans and then we see what happens a couple weeks later. That's true. So, I mean, I guess logistically or logically speaking, we could think that everyone that's been released was just kidnapped by Legato. Legato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I my re- God. Dexter Loomis. <laughs> no. I really hate how they're breaking up relationships like this. Um, <laughs> but I had to go with a Gunther dream match. And I think that the key with a Gunther dream match is that you want a underdog that you want to see get slapped and get chopped. That's what you want. And you want yep. a clinic. And yeah, you can have a great match with a Daniel Bryan. You'd love to see him get chopped. You could say like a prime Jeff Hardy. Sure. A Rey Mysterio would be good. Maybe mm. a Darby Allen would be good. Those are some underdogs. But who is the ultimate underdog of all time? That's what I'm going with today. Because I'm going with someone that got the shit kicked out of him and he became famous for him for it. I'm talking about someone that bloodied up a complete machine of popcorn. I'm doing Gunther versus Maven. Wow. I was sitting there going, what is this going to become? I was like, it's got to be Spike Dudley. I was like, it's got to be Spike Dudley. (laughs) No. I, I have some concerns already with Gunther versus Maven because although Maven was an underdog, then that was a big era or like a big guy era of wrestling. So Maven mm-hmm. actually, I think he's about six two. Gunther six four. So we don't have a big height difference there. No, but right. We do have I'm going year one Maven, too. So okay. I'm not doing old Maven. I don't want to see old Maven get the shit kicked out of him. I don't know what condition he's in now, but I think that year one Maven, and if you were to set it up as the ring general Gunther protecting the sacred ring of wrestling and them doing a reality show competition, letting a commoner into his sacred ring. Oh, and you have Gunther destroying all of the trainers. Like, why would you do this? Al Snow getting destroyed by Gunther. Hardcore Holly getting destroyed by Gunther all the way up to him having his big mania match with Maven where he takes, does the impossible by having a year one Maven, a fresh off of just basic moves. His finisher was a crossbody. He knows mm-hmm. the <laughs> basics, but you have him put on a clinic with year one Maven. Your boots are getting knocked off. <laughs> Damn, that is, that is, that's it. You basically booked the entire thing already. We don't even have to get into the nitty gritty of it. We, we, we got so then, it. So then my question is, so my question is, do they bring back Tough Enough just for this feud? Do they bring back Tough Enough and, so wait, you, so you're saying you want Maven like, yeah, you want Maven year one level. Wouldn't it be funny too if like if they brought back tough enough and uh Maven was like the main person and then that's how the feud sort of sparked, but still it's still Maven where it's like it's not the greatest wrestler. <laughs> I mean, that would be great too. 
I, I think that there's the reason why, like, I think the tough enough and Gunther rivalry makes sense here. So I think the reason why you want to take year one Maven over any other tough enough person is because I don't think and like, correct me if I'm wrong, because there is like a, a like John Morrison or Johnny Mundo. He was tough enough. Uh, Miz was tough enough. There's a lot of big stars mm-hmm. came from tough enough, but I don't think anyone learned as fast as Maven did and was put as deep into the fire. So like as much as you might like think back and knock on Maven or whatever, he learned so fast how to be on the center stage. And he had a mania match that year against like gold dust or something. Yeah. So like he, it's unreal that like three months after he was done with tough enough, which is already a short course on wrestling. Mm hmm that he was able to work at consistently at a level that he shouldn't have been that good at. No. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's, he, he won it in 2001 and then, and, and then the following year was the whole eliminating the undertaker. Like they clearly mm-hmm. like put the strap, the rockets to him and just send them off. And I think it's also that because of tough enough, because they had this show and he was the first winner and all that stuff. Like they had to be like, no, this is going to work. So then they really pushed Maven, which I mean, Maven has a lot of charisma for sure. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sure he just powered through all that, even if he wasn't the most technically sound person, but uh, yeah, I'm just looking here. Uh, I believe it was a late 2001 too, wasn't it? By the time he won it. Yeah, well, because then the Royal Rumble would have been in uh, end of January, January the following year. He uh, debuted in October 2nd, 2001, according to Wikipedia. So it's only like four months. <laughs> also, it's only like four months to then dropkicking The Undertaker. He took so many chair shots, too. We were talking about unprotected chair shots to the head. Yeah. Maven had, oh, oh. Well, because then... <laughs> Because then what Cody was saying, like, yeah, he had a mania that ma- match that year or that same year uh, at WrestleMania 18. Maven lost the hardcore championship to Spike Dudley during Maven's match with gold dust and then won it back the same night from Christian. So <laughs> the hardcore championship. Yeah, the, <laughs> there is so many, so many people involved with that damn belt. We were talking before we started recording about the 24 seven championship. <laughs> That's essentially where you know where it all comes from and the the pg version of the hardcore title is the 24 7 championship yeah oh honestly not too much different other than the weapons like i guess before we got weapons but some of the times we just didn't like you would just have like crash holly interacting with some clowns or whatever like it's honestly not that much different no no (laughs) it yeah, there's with the 24 seven championship, there's just so much more ridiculousness, I would say, just in terms of like the storyline. But some of the storylines like the whole gosh, I still love the whole Drake Maverick and uh, R-Truth storyline of them going back and forth. And then Drake's whole with with his wife and <laughs> that whole nonsense of getting pinned on his wedding day and 
They love WWE loves weddings. Maybe this feud should have a wedding. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> honestly in 2002. I remember watching Maven with the hardcore title and I was like, God damn it. Why isn't there a wedding? Yep. Exactly. A hardcore <laughs> wedding instead of like uh, beautiful flowers and stuff. It's like a bunch of like uh, the chapel is like uh, wrapped up in barbed wire. And uh, there's like a bouquet of uh, just like uh, steaks uh, that are wrapped <laughs> in also barbed wire and thumbtacks. <laughs> Instead of uh, <laughs> instead of throwing rice, they throw thumbtacks. Yes, yes, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's just like uh, instead of wine, they just have a bunch of fake blood. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- oh, oh yeah, Gangrel's a dark minister. Yeah. Oh my god, are we booking a dark wedding? A hardcore, <laughs> no, we're not. Hardcore no, we're dark not. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely not. We're booking. <laughs> Booking Gunther versus Maven. <laughs> All right. Gunther versus Maven. Even though, wow, I feel like we really stepped onto something very, very good there with a hardcore wrestling wedding. But uh, we'll, That's, it'll be we'll, a future we'll save episode. that. Yeah, yeah, we'll save that. <laughs> yeah, bring yeah I back do. I one. do love the idea, though, that it's this idea of like. Uh, Gunther and his whole creed of that the mat is sacred, that. You know, wrestling is meant for the 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 strong, meant for a specific type of person who can who wants to put their body on the line, like that whole thing. And then you have like this bodybuilding sort of competition, like side of of like you're gonna be a star kid, and and like that whole th- even though that tough enough was like actual real competition i i listened to an interview with uh uh with ivory and she because she, she was a tough enough coach and judge mm-hmm. and listening to her talk about like what they were doing like they were actually like doing real like training and uh, uh and uh bodybuilding and stuff like that and then <laughs> she talks about how like she goes and trains with a week with a bunch of the tough enough opponents. And then she shows up on raw and does some dumb segment with uh, miss kitty <laughs> where she gets slapped or something. <laughs> and she, and she would say like, it feels so weird, like doing these like weird diva segments on raw. And then the next day I have to go back and be like, no, you're a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. This, this gatekeeping dynamic is also very fun because it's like how, is status and respect earned in a company where at any given time your character your storyline could just be changed on a whim just based on what the big man thinks so this idea of uh i almost said walter uh this idea of gunther walter's dead gatekeeping the the purity of wrestling <laughs> is is pretty funny uh and having this reality star per, uh prodigy try to enter the uh the ring is is a very fun dynamic at the same time what maven would be kind of i'm sh- like what i think maven would be standing for is the idea like uh it doesn't matter that it's the idea of like, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what your training is. If you work hard enough, you can become what you want to be. Like you can do what mm. you want to do. 
Mm-hmm. So that'd be fu- that is a fun dynamic of like, yeah, no, it's you don't need to. There's no such thing as like being born or bred for a specific thing. It's like if you work hard enough, you can become you can achieve your dreams. And then Walter being the no, like unless you're made for this and built for this, like don't you shouldn't be a part of this. Yeah, I think that um, even has this kind of unique quality too, where he, uh, like he's he is kind of like the everyman because of how tough enough uh, was or whatever. And even though he's incredibly jacked, I think he was like two twenty mm-hmm. or something like that, and like just a pretty good sized guy. Uh, much bigger than I. And um, yeah, there's just something about him that I feel like if you were to give uh, Maven a big shotgun chop, I think that all of us at home would feel it too. Oh, yeah. Because Maven's representing us, the schlubs <laughs> of this world. <laughs> the schlubs. Maven, the tall, jacked, handsome man representing us the schlubs, <laughs> the schlubs. It, it's funny as a kid watching it and i was like if maven can do it any of us can <laughs> <laughs> this guy who's basically like an amateur bodybuilder like, yeah. oh yeah 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 we can, we can do this and then standing across the ring is is walter who used to literally look like an everyman <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah <laughs> to, the, to the point where i guess uh i had heard that the reason why they needed to put him in a tag team was Vince like saw him again and was like, Oh, you're kind of small now because he's gotten in such good shape. <laughs> he He's in really good. I do agree though. He, he's in incredible shape. He does kind of look small though now. Yeah. Well, Although who has he been facing recently? Jobbers. He's been facing jobbers, right? Yeah. yeah. They're making him look big. So, yeah. I, I mean, he's in like a, a duo, but he's clearly the singles guy. Yeah, no, Ludwig has not wrestled at all. He just stands by ringside and yells in German. And it's <laughs> weird that Ludwig's also <laughs> cutting all the promos. Like, we know Gunther as the promo guy. Yeah. And Ludwig's cutting all of the promos and basically managing Gunther, which is such a weird. I don't know. It's fine. I mean, I like him too yeah. so but it's just odd it'll be interesting once he actually gets into like a real serious feud but yeah they have to really watch who they put him against and that's why like like i said like the underdogs are the choices mm-hmm. and like if you were to put him against like a face umberto or something like that you know like that's like who you want him to fight like off the top yeah but because even when he was bigger before he lost all this weight and like he gained muscle mass, of course, and everything like that. But even when he was bigger and he was in that Survivor Series match, like when he was standing next to Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman or yeah. like even like Corbin, like he didn't seem that big anymore. And he no. kind of lost his edge in the, and he got out immediately in that match too but like he lost his edge kind of thing because and Lashley too like you you stand him next to these guys that are just freakishly big and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like okay yeah I think that he being big isn't his thing anymore and he has no, well I mean in, in NXT UK I don't I know he there was a couple of matches that he had with like 
I think he had a match with Dave Mastiff, and he's kind of he's a bigger guy. But like most of the he's matches, short, you're, though, yeah, Dave that's Mastiff's true. like a bowling ball. They massive. I don't know why that bowling ball. Uh, Call me off of guard. That was funny. And Um, uh, Rampage Brown too. mm -hmm. That's but yeah, it's most of the most of the UK guys are shorter. But then, like the memorable matches you 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 think of are all the kind of smaller guys that are those underdogs, like you're saying. So Mm -hmm. makes sense. No, yeah, I think. I think that Maven would be really interesting. And I think I think doing the like tough enough, like bringing it back and, and Maven sort of the face of it and then having. But it's all but it's not but it's not real. It's just like we're bringing this back. And then that's where Gunther like interrupts, comes down to the ring, destroys all the contestants who are just jobbers. Oh. And then like Maven steps up to him. That'd be pretty cool. I love this too, because you can fill the ring with all of. No. Yeah. The fact that it's not a show. Okay. Now we're on to something better here because if Maven's coming out and like they sign him back and they're mm. just having him, like you said, running, uh, running tough enough. And we just see basically the tough enough segments we saw on TV without there being an actual show. Yeah. And yeah, ring full of jobbers. We can just have the same jobbers there every time. And Gunther is killing them. And we slowly see as each one quits wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's only Maven himself left. And he finally has to face off against Gunther. We can even have a quick like to get Maven uh, the upper hand. We can have a, a, a rehashing of that epic drop kick that legendary photo drop kick <laughs> you so we, we play this all the way to we play this all the way to the royal rumble and then yes maven eliminates gunther the exact same way that he did to undertaker all those years ago and i That's would even fun. have them start off as one and two gunther's first one out of the rumble everyone will like that <laughs> this is this is very interesting though because the uh us simulating the uh tough enough experience whilst bringing maven back is very fun because there are all of these uh sort of like collegiate athletes that are being signed by the wwe on uh these nil uh deals which is like name and and likeness uh it's a new sort of like collegiate athlete thing and they're bringing in like a bunch of people as soon as they graduate from all these different kind of sports to try to make them into wrestlers. So if we get a couple of those people in there mm-hmm. uh, to sort of pose as these uh, gems that Maven is going to like put through the performance center in his own image of being the first tough enough winner, uh, having them just absolutely get crushed is a cool way to like introduce these people in a real sense to like what it's like to be on a big wrestling show and give them that first taste of the sort of TV time. But also to just have Gunther murder some people is very, very funny. I just have I just have an image in my head of like a ring full of just like smaller, like. Uh, uh, smaller guys and Gunther's just like chopping, like chop, chop, just slapping everybody's chest, throwing them over the top of the rope, just like <laughs> sending them. Oh, yeah, it'd be such a cool, <laughs> cool image. 
Oh, and then man. there's like one bigger football player guy that just like gets slapped once and just kind of gets a little bit of recoil and keeps like just taking them until he's back into the corner and he's just like sinking down slowly as he gets chopped over and over again. <laughs> no, the biggest guy gets the chop when he doesn't go down, just gets fucking powerbombed to oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to ask, what is what is his what is Gunther's finisher? It's the it's the power bomb. I thought it's, it was. Yeah, it is the chop too. He has one yeah. with that chop. <laughs> does he have a submission finisher too? Um, he does like the sleeper holds, um, which I think they might just call a sleeper hold. See, it's interesting because he. I mean, I would be interested to see what they've actually oh, put he in does, the video game. He does he, the. He does the burning too. lariat. That's what he oh. does. He does the burning lariat. Which is the giant friggin' clothesline off the I've top seen rope, him, I think. I've seen him win with many different finishers. Like yeah. the, he does a big splash off the top rope. He does the uh choke hold. He does the chop has won. The power bomb wins a lot. I'd be interested to see what 2K22 did as his finisher for it. Golden bomb, pump handle, power bomb, and also listing li- listed here is fire thunder driver, jumping reverse pile driver. You know, I the problem I have with anyone doing a pump handle is no one does the most important part of the pump handle where they hump the person's butt and then do it <laughs> like Road Dog did. <laughs> Because that's what actually finishes them. It's, they can't possibly the go on with this match anymore after this. It's because they die of embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they like put my shoulders down. I'm complete. Yeah. It's, it's over. Please. I just want this to be over. <laughs> I... So okay. Then, okay. We have, we have why these two are facing off. We have memorable moments. What then? What then, Cody, do you think would be like the inciting incident towards uh, these two finally getting like a match? I think that because Gunther's going to be targeting tough enough like these are just and then he can just be like, these people don't deserve it. In fact, you won this show. You don't deserve to be here to Maven. And then I think, and this could go sour, but I think to prove that Maven can be there and he doesn't have to win, you do a 60-minute Iron Man match to prove <laughs> that he deserves to be there. Gunther oh. versus Maven, 60-minute Iron Man. That way, Maven just lasts the match, puts on a good match, and he proves that he deserves to be there without winning. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah, that is, that is very interesting. Actually, what would be actually what would be good too is if we don't mind, like actually, because uh, something from AEW that I always thought was cool, and it's one of those things of like when people go, "Oh, does AEW make stars?" and it's the whole tribalistic thing. When Jericho went against jungle boy and it was the thing of you can't last 10 minutes with me and even though technically jericho won that match 
Jungle Boy lasted the 10 minutes. And like that was crazy. That was like a huge moment for him to be like, no, I can be main events. I can be a big player. And it's like, what if there was a, a moment where like Maven goes against Ludwig and does something like that of like, you can't last. You can last 10 minutes against me. And then he does. But like, there's not there's not a finish to be clear of like, oh, you're not technically losing to Ludwig. They get to show off. Everybody gets to get behind Maven. And it's like, yeah, no, I can I can go 10 minutes with you. Hell, I bet I could go 60 minutes with you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good and, build. Because we haven't included Ludwig in this build. Right. No. <laughs> I mean, he's there. He's, he's a non-factor. But and I, yes, I think I also... That. I think also to really hammer home this ring general uh, idea and gimmick, uh, this uh, Iron Man match should also have a bunch of lumberjacks. So it should be all the people that are in the tough enough cohort and also Ludwig as well. So they can't even they can't leave the ring like this is an Iron Man match that stays in the ring the whole time. Right. Pretty cool. I like that, actually. And I think that. I wish, though, like, that's the thing that I always have been, I've always kind of was confused about with Walter Gunther was like, if he says he's like, I'm the ring general, like I'm in charge of this, Matt is sacred. Why doesn't he have like a bunch of students that like he's like putting through like strong style, like, like, like uh, testing their might and trying to build new warriors for the ring. Yeah, Mm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it made more sense uh, before all of his group got sent away. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it would be interesting if then, yeah, if he had some group like that as well to then have as the opposing side of the tough enough like group of people that were booking here. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe someone on the tough enough by the end of this storyline ends up impressing them enough that they bring them in. Oh, yeah, that's good. And I would oh. give it to the guy that sells the most that genuinely impresses us backstage. Ooh, what if it's like what if they do uh, a gauntlet match where it's Gunther versus the entire tough enough like and it's just one after another. And then there's one guy that like we, we did that. We said this whole, you know, they're, they're all in the ring and he's chopping them all and throws them all out and everything. What if then they do a, a gauntlet match where, where Gunther is just destroying people one by one by one by one. It's like 10 people. So he has, he has to beat 10 people in a row. Um, And then like, yeah, there's one dude who like really impresses him and at the very end. And then he ends up turning on Maven. Oh, what? If, okay. Springing off of this. I mentioned before, too, that we're slowly seeing as the tough enough people quit wrestling. Mm -hmm. So at the end, we see there's one tough enough student left and then there's Maven. We see the 60 minute Iron Man match. Maven at the end of it cuts a promo and his uh, his student, his last students in the ring with him. And Maven cuts this promo like I've gone 60 minutes with Gunther. I've proved that I should be here. That's all I ever needed to do in this business. Mm-hmm. And I'm retiring. 
And then his student is left in the ring alone, but he's the only one that didn't quit, including Maven. And that's who Gunther takes on Mm. in his group. Wow. What's a, that's a really beautiful star making kind of moment that comes out of this feud as well. Mm -hmm. So if we like, if we're really grounding this in reality, if you have like a big sort of performance center NIL prospect guy, and you mix them in with a kind of a bunch of jobber types, that's a really good way to introduce him to the audience show that he has a little bit of potential. And that's like such a star maker using Maven to be like, all right, <laughs> I'm, com- I'm complete. <laughs> like <laughs> take my legacy. I believe in you. And then he's just left alone to try to fend for himself, but he needs more guidance and the ring general swoops in and grabs him. And that makes a, like a half full Imperium again. So you can use, uh, you know, uh, Ludwig and this new new guy, maybe bring in one more person and you're building up Gunther again. I, I think we're accomplishing a lot with this. We're giving Maven a final run. Where he deserves it. He deserves it, man. And we're yeah. giving him we're giving him a rub too to show that he does deserve this, that there was something impressive about Maven. We're getting respect on his name. We're pushing Gunther because Gunther's going to make off like a fiend out of this. We have, uh, well, I mean, I don't know how much Ludwig's getting out of this, but he's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we're also making a complete star and reinforcing the Imperium group. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're getting stuff done. <laughs> hey. Okay, WWE, <laughs> if you've got the checkbook open, we are available. We will relocate to Stamford, Connecticut. Mm. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> the, Maybe. The, 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 the funny thing is, well, as you guys were like going through and being like, yeah, it's, it's uh, you have this person and all this stuff. In my mind, I, I started going, this kind of makes me think of like... <laughs> This kind of makes me think of like Star Wars and like Revenge of the Sith, where the student of Maven then goes to Walter, who's the emperor, and the emperor is like, "Have you ever heard the tale of Darth Plagueis?" <laughs> and he turns to the dark side, and he. <laughs> Have you ever heard of British strong style wrestling? <laughs> yes, <laughs> excellent. Where what I like about a good a good use of Ludwig would be like if there is this like final student and they like it's it's clear that they're like out of all this that's happening this is like the journey of this person onto the main roster to get love from the crowd and be like yeah have Maven be the the rub that is propelling this person into the main event scene or main roster scene. Um, you could have like a tag team match of Gunther and Ludwig versus Maven and that person as well before the mm-hmm, Iron right. Man match or whatever. And we could even see carrying forward after this is uh, Ludwig uh, teaching this guy um, tag team wrestling and the rules of tag team wrestling. And then they're right. going towards the tag titles after. And then Gunther sustains the momentum by you know, going for one of the main titles or having yeah. like a meaningful sort of like upper mid or like main car or main event sort of. Feud. Yeah, I would personally give him a meaningful match on main event. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like uh, Gunther versus T-Bar, one of the staples of Mania. <laughs> <laughs> From this storyline, he's going right to the main event of main event. <laughs> okay, player, you're going to be wrestling Lynche Dorado <laughs> on main event. <laughs> I can't uh, see also, what <laughs> I can't wait to see what Gunther has in store for Commander Aziz. Yay! <laughs> oh, I clown I clown Commander Aziz uh, on this podcast one too many times, and whenever we play uh, WWE 2K. But hey, you know, respect Commander Aziz. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fair. <laughs> can't wait to see your main event feud with Gunther. He's going to be DLC soon, so you'll get to uh, play as the actual model. I am. I was debating the other day. I was like, Marty and I have been playing it uh, on Twitch uh, for streams on like Wednesdays. And I was like, oh man, should I just like, buy Twitch.tv slash unknown era films. I was like, should I just Throwing buy it? Get the, get the deluxe edition or the seasons pass. So I have all of the DLC as it comes out. It's like only 40 more dollars. Uh, oh, I was like, oh, I'm all for this. I mean, oh. I'm already busting out playing as Omas. <laughs> I haven't I just had, I haven't sprung for it yet because my god the game was uh I hate how much video games are in Canada. It's 80, it's going to be like a $135 probably, but I'm yeah, like fuck no, it. And then, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. We'll see, we'll see <laughs> if we get it. It's it's worth it. I have it. I'm playing as Umaga, I'm playing as Omos. Mind you, I've lost as all of them. I have I don't think I've won a match. Omos is like an 82 <laughs> overall in this game for some reason, and I can't win. I can't beat anyone. When I, you do I, my rise after like the first like three missions of my rise, you are like an 84. So, but to <laughs> consider yeah. that Omos is only an 82, and a guy who just started wrestling in the universe of this game is like an 84 after wrestling like Shawn Michaels and one other trainee is mind boggling. I'm confused about who that um, Casey Catanzaro is. She looks like a lot like that Katana girl on NXT. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was odd. I don't know. I used her as a jobber. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we're loving uh, WWE 2K. Uh, so that's our review of WWE 2K 22. Uh, check out our next next week's podcast for now. <laughs> yeah, we're this is. This is a, a podcast episode of uh, many different things. This I mean, is we a all, res- wrestling video game review podcast. We we already went through our booking, but now we're just doing uh, WWE 2K uh, reviews of uh, all the but things that we like about the DLC. What I what I going back to the actual feud at hand. Mm. Uh, I think I think what we came up with is very good because yeah, it's like. Having someone like Maven, where it's like not a huge star, but is still remembered, giving him his flowers, having him, he's still, you know, a very capable athlete uh, to kind of help introduce new people, um, give Gunther a good heel run. uh, And also, yeah, (laughs) I would love actually to see a 60 minute Ironman match where it's like, there's no pinfalls. Actually, here's 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 the side factor. When you first when Cody, when you first said, yeah, Iron Man match, the first thing I thought of was, OK, so how many pinfalls does uh, Gunther get? <laughs> I I think we get like I would book it as four Gunther pinfalls 
and one Maven towards the end, like right okay. in the last minute. We get oh. that we get that legendary crossbody from the top rope into the roll up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> into the roll up, Mr. Small Package stays on brand with hey, the baby. roll up. <laughs> I'm not booking a match without a small package. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's actually that's great. Yeah, because then it's like Yeah. That's the thing about an Iron Man match that's always very tricky is like the well if if someone gets out ahead and there's still like 30 minutes left it's like how how are we is this gonna get boring is this gonna get silly uh i think that you gotta have just like madness even if the story of this one though is is maven going to get that one pinfall yeah so that's gonna keep us alive the whole time because we're not we're in our head. If you see Maven versus Gunther in an Iron Man match, you know Gunther's going to win, or he should. Anyways, you might be scared that he might not. But if you give Gunther like four right in a row, and then we don't see Maven win, we're in that last minute. We're on the edge of our seats. Like, and Maven keeps on like teasing. He's trying these roll ups and everything. Like, we're we're gonna want to see Maven with his flowers. Maybe yes. even. Maybe even you have Gunther thinking that he's too for like the first like 20 minutes or so. Like, yeah, maybe he gets one out of the gate, but then he knows that he's about that. He's going to win anyways. So then he kind of starts getting a bit too like uh, a bit too egotistical about it or a bit too confident. And then he starts doing near falls and then he pulls Maven up. He's like, no, I'm going to keep destroying him yeah uh, yeah and so then he let he lets a few go by and then the last like 10 like 15 10 minutes or so that's where like he gets another one and then another one and he's like okay this is a shutout and then yeah maven comes back and he gets he gets the one maybe he's about to get two but yeah that'd be I pretty think cool it would be really good to have um gunther get one right off the bat and then absolutely like dominate and get another one and then he's about to get one more and it's like that moment that you were talking about marty where he is got him down and it's like one two and he just pulls him up and he realizes he doesn't need it he's up too low there's like maybe yeah. like 10 minutes left in the, the match or like 15 minutes left and finally he's he's letting all of his moves like he's being all flashy and Maven is coming so close and finally gets that one pinfall. So then it makes it two one. And then with the last like minute or two left in the match, it's just madness of Maven like coming so close to tying it. And it it's just like, maybe it ends on one of those where Maven is going to get the tying pinfall, but the time runs out and it's mm-hmm. like, Oh no, <laughs> no. I also think that uh, depending on, I think we get it like a cut animation in this. If I don't want to get too outlandish (laughs) where there's one pinfall that's uh, Gunther doing a shotgun chop to Maven. That's so hard that we then get an animation of Maven's soul, leaving his body going outside of the ring and throwing in the towel for himself. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Just and like, then we're back to reality. We're like, what yeah. that? <laughs> now we're now we're like, whoa, this whoa. is at the 40 minute mark. We're like, okay, yeah. we better pay close attention to this. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah there's just uh an an animation uh which is like the that crate that crazy like uh house of horrors match where they put all of like the maggot projections in the ring. Oh, it's yeah. like it's a projection of uh, Maven's soul just getting sucked into the middle of the ring. <laughs> yeah, more maggots in the ring, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> now that let's you remind it. me. Yeah. Oh, maggots. <laughs> now you remind Excellent. me. Yeah. <laughs> Gunther wants magnet maggots in the ring. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants magnets. He wants maggots. <laughs> That'd be great if uh, we just see the WWE defenders be like, uh, no, Gunther requested maggots in the ring. <laughs> He's the ring general. <laughs> so the ring is says, sacred, so he goes. wouldn't let it in if it wasn't his idea. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. I think that oh that's goodness. a great. I think that's a great booking right there. I, I actually really think so. We too. joked. And we made a yeah. lot of jokes and stuff, but honestly, like, I think that that's a really cool idea of bring. It brings in a new person. It lets. Uh, Maven have a great last run and it puts over Walter as like a big heel um, moving mm-hmm. into like that and also establishes like a new Imperium group which would be pretty cool so I think I think I started this thing today going a little bit um, out of uh, out of the box with this uh, uh, premise of uh, Walter Gunther versus Maven but I think if someone tries to tell me that this isn't the best goddamn booked program on this podcast <laughs> history. <laughs> I'll chop the shit out of them myself. You heard it here this first. Is- Mr. Small Package is coming for you. If you think that this storyline is not a top tier book at Vince storyline, I'm going to chop the ribs. <laughs> this, ha- this happens though on the, on here is we, we go, this is a goofy one. And then it actually turns into like a legitimate thing that could actually be really entertaining. So there That's you true. go. It's not but, our most um, emotional booking. That's the uh, that would be Adam Cole, Shawn Michaels. I think was uh, it's very yeah, very sad. Th- that was a very <laughs> emotional one. But this <laughs> one is both is be- in the ring. <laughs> they, they both they both say sorry, I love you, and yeah, they, yeah, exactly. they kick each other in the face, and they both die in the ring. <laughs> but uh, awesome, no, yeah. Let us know in the comments or uh, in your review of the podcast. Uh, what you would do for Maven versus Gunther. Now you would book it to close out the episode. As always, we have our match recommendation, but also we have our question of the week. And if you want to leave a question, you can do so either by tweeting at us or, uh, or leaving comments or even going to our website, unknownairfilms.com slash book events. Uh, Cause there's a leave a question area there. Uh, this question I'm going to leave up to you guys because I'm not super familiar with uh, New Japan. Um, but we have the announcement of Forbidden Door, the New Japan and AEW Super Show happening at the end of June. Um, and I just want to ask you guys, uh, I don't know how familiar Cody you are with New Japan Wrestling. Uh, but what's what's a dream match that you really want to see happen at this super show? 
Anthony, um, if you want to answer first, you can more yeah. local too. So uh, you're well, more familiar I think, than I am. I think we're going to have to see the coin man, Okada, against uh, Brian Danielson. I think that would probably be the the biggest one that I want to see. Like, of course, having Kenny Omega come back would be like, boy, the, th- the thoughts in my mind, the feelings that I have in my lower body would be oh, amazing. But uh, a realistic thing would be, yeah, let's have Okada uh, challenge Danielson uh, or anybody from the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I also would love to see um, maybe, oh, Kota Ibushi involved some some way, somehow. I don't know that I have the perfect opponent for him. Maybe Pack. Uh, Pack versus Kota Ibushi would be very, very cool. I don't know how they could uh, program that, but that would be a very, very cool dream match at the Forbidden Door. If it if it was the return of Kenny, couldn't you have Kenny? Well, I I think that's if you wanted to have Kenny come back of a, as a face, Kenny team back up and have the Golden Lovers again. Uh, yeah, you could do that, and that would be really really awesome. Uh, however, I don't know that they will do that. Uh, if they if they had the chance, because Kenny is still a heel technically, and I think he works better as a heel in the current landscape of what we have in uh, right, AEW yeah. at the moment. But that is very, very nice too. having them challenge for the tag titles against FTR eventually would be cool. I mean, like, because in my mind, FTR is going to win. This is why I'm saying this. I'm like, oh, yeah, FTR is going to become the AEW tag team championships or uh, tag, tag team champions. Yeah, uh, I'm Cody- too much. I don't know too much about New Japan, so that's why I'm just I, like I'm just excited to see really good matches. So, uh, Cody, do you have any dream matches uh, that you want to see? Yeah, uh, CM Punk versus Giant Bernard. Damn, <laughs> who is Giant Bernard? What? You're gonna be very excited when you see Giant Bernard. It's fucking, it's fucking Albert. <laughs> <laughs> It's Matt Bloom. What? <laughs> um, we never got it. We never got it. We ne- Did we never get got it. CM Punk? We never got it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, also, I don't I don't love uh, Osprey, but I think Osprey uh, is is well loved by a lot of uh, people. So him having a match possibly against someone like CM Punk would be really cool. Do you think if, Bullet, do you think Bullet Club's going to have anything big? Uh, okay. Because uh, there's no real like face faction that they could go against. You know? Y- yeah. You're not going to like put the Bullet Club against the Jericho Appreciation Society. Well, no, because they're heels. Or like the Dark Order who where no. we're like we don't even know what's going on with them. You're probably not going to put them against you could do something that's like the undisputed elite versus the newly formed bullet club in some well, no, sort cause, of thing. Cause Adam, cause Adam Cole and Jay White are buds. Yeah. I mean, for the right <laughs> opportunity, anybody can turn, especially in a 
notoriously heel faction that is the Bullet Club. This is this might be a hot take, which I know we don't need more wrestling hot takes from people who just watch wrestling. But I, as much as I love the Bullet Club, I think that their influence on current storylines in wrestling right now is just, it's just too much. Like there's there's just too much Bullet Club stuff. Even like main roster with AJ and Finn doing the two sweet, like I, I don't need that. Like they could just be a team and you don't have to reference like mm-hmm. we did this in Japan. <laughs> like and and just like across all the promotions, having Jay White basically try to make the biggest bullet club, like sure, it's fun, but like does it really matter to like the casual audience or the people who uh, consume AEW exclusively or consume WWE exclusively or like don't really read the internet like mm, I don't know it's almost it's almost like when NWO almost like just basically accepted anyone <laughs> <laughs> hey kind of. Shawn Michaels and Booker T are founding members <laughs> uh, um, what, what's it's... the name it's the Blackpool fighting club blackpool combat club combat club so what if william regal yeah yeah what if the blackpool combat club had zach saber jr on their side for one night only to face the bullet club that'd be cool yeah that'd be pretty cool yeah because then the fun isn't like it's not necessarily a dream match to see those guys fight the bullet club but the dream would be more so Zack Sabre Jr. being over with them. Yeah, because if you think of any sort of wrestler who is not a part of uh, AEW that sort of fits that brand to a T, it definitely is Zack Sabre Jr. Who's also very annoying in Retromania, by the way. Uh, we played Retromania. Uh, it's true. Weekend, yes. Um, uh, many, many weeks ago, and Zack Saber Jr. is the part of the storyline. And it, oh man, did I? Well, it didn't help. We gave him. It didn't heated. help. We it didn't help. We give him gave him like a dumb voice. <laughs> oh yeah, we did all the voices for the the text, uh, which was very, very dumb. Uh, oh man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. I mean, uh, I'm really excited for the show, but let us know, um, listeners, uh, what dream matches you're looking forward to. I know there's a lot of people that are like really, really, really excited for it and they have a lot of uh, matchups that they really want to see. So I'm just excited for a really interesting, cool show. And to close out the episode, as always, Cody, what dream or what match do you want to recommend to our listeners uh, that they should go and watch? Is it okay if I recommend a full pay-per-view? Sure. Yes. Just to take it off the table for everyone to ever say any of these matches. <laughs> um, my favorite childhood pay-per-view is Vengeance 2003. Okay. And with that whole pay-per-view is my recommendation. Uh, because just to list some of the matches, we start with the crowning of the United States Championship uh, with Chris Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero. We have, um, if I had to say one match from it, I'll get to that one. But uh, we also had World's Greatest Tag Team versus Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. We had Jamie Noble versus Billy Gunn, which was a fun match. 
Ooh. We had uh, John Cena and The Undertaker when John Cena was a heel and pissing on The Undertaker's tombstone. Um, we had a lot of crazy stuff in here, but if I had to say one match to recommend, it's the APA Barroom Brawl Invitational. Oh, boy. Which you Ooh. get a, a young Johnny Mundo in there. You have uh, <laughs> Brian Kendrick. You have Matt Hardy, Shannon Moore. You got the APA, of course, Brother Love, the Easter Bunny, uh, Funaki, uh, the Basham Brothers. Oh, oh it's it is. And they set up this. <laughs> they set up this bar room on like the Titan Tron, basically, with all of these like great like props and this great set. Oh, yeah. To just have them all fighting it basically right by the stage. Yeah. And it's fantastic. And it, it's not long. It's just so much fun <laughs> in a part of a underrated, great pay-per-view. Awesome. I Which also has Mr. McMahon versus Zach Cowan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. No, that's awesome. That the barroom brawl. I think I remember saying that. But I'm going to have to go watch it again because that just sounds so goofy and fun <laughs> awesome well that's gonna do it for this episode cody again thank you so much for joining us oh thanks for having me it was a fun dream match booking that i ended up actually being very uh very heartfelt and uh uh actually quite entertaining so thank you for that uh where can people follow you and what should they go check out from you yeah, you can follow me at Cochrane um, on uh, Twitter or Instagram. You can check out Spooked Podcast. It's on the Sonar Network. Um, you can find it on all the various uh, listening apps. And uh, you can also check out Merge Boot Podcast, which is a Survivor podcast that I do, breaking down every episode of Survivor week to week. And you can check me out on CBS's Ghost. The first season yeah. is now wrapped, so you can check that one out. Uh, second season is filming in the summer. Uh, also, I'm doing a movie that's filming in the fall, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm not sure when it's coming out, but it is a legendary Canadian movie that is directed by Jason Priestley, has William Shatner, Dan Aykroyd, and a oh my ton of hockey legends. So keep an eye out for that. You're going to be in that movie. I remember yeah. seeing the casting call for that. That's great. I don't know if we can uh, say what it's called. Even I don't. But I'm already on great. the IMDb. So I, I think that you I can say it's keeper of the cup. But Woo, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, please go check out everything Cody's doing. It's awesome. Uh, if you want to see him as a ghost, yeah, definitely go check out <laughs> go check out that show. It's awesome. Um, as always, you can follow everything that we do here at Unknown Error by checking out us online at UE underscore films. You can follow myself on Twitter, Instagram at Barton underscore Menet. You can follow Mr. Anthony Hall at Hall and Jokes on Instagram and Twitter. But don't come at me for my ice cold book club take. <laughs> and you can of course follow the podcast on twitter at book events pod go to uh go check out uh all our other episodes 
like and share the podcast if you enjoyed it. Um, and until next time, please go watch some wrestling. Keep being excellent, and we'll see you next time.